Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the One Piece Podcast, episode 598 for the week of Sunday, December 1st, 2019. My name is Ed. And my name is Steve. And on this uh, episode this week, we have a manga recap of chapter 964, Odin's Adventure, and an anime recap for episode 912. But on this episode this week, we also have uh, some special guests. First, we have the Eisner Award-nominated comic artist, Joey Weiser. Hey everybody! Welcome to December. Thanks, <laughs> thank you, Joey. It's, it's thank you for coming on. It's been a while since we've we've had you on, so we're happy yeah, to happy to, ha- happy to hear like you. Again. Since about the middle of the year, I think it's weird how time just kind of got out from well, under us. <laughs> well, you're always on our mind, and you're always in the Twitter chat. We're we're always talking to you, so it's just like it mm. just feels like you never left. <laughs> yeah, my name does come up from time to time where it's like, like oh, if Joey was here, he'd yeah. have something to say. <laughs> Anyway, all right, so we also have uh, our anime recap host, Sam Leach. How about that One Piece? <laughs> it's good. Even the anime. The anime is very good this week. We talked about that in the yeah. anime recap. Big fan. All right, and our very special guest, first-time guest here on the show, we have a uh, man about Twitter, at YCarps, David Bednar. He's also a video game user interface artist, and uh, good to have you on the show, David. Hey, it's really exciting to be here. Right on. So uh, you, you've sort of cultivated a Twitter presence over the last couple of years, talking a lot about One Piece and other anime as well. But uh, I was sort of curious, where did you get your start with uh, with One Piece? When did you get into the show? So uh, One Piece has been sort of adjacent to me for a long time. Uh, I remember being like, I don't know, eight in a Barnes and Noble and looking up and being like, Nepeg, what is this thing about? And then I'd open it up, and it, there was just like a bunch of clowns inside, and I was like, "Oh, this is like one of those clown mangas, like like Akira." And so I put it back, and for a long time, that's all I thought One Piece was. Uh, then when I went to uh, art school, I actually went to the same school that Joey did. I was a, like a year two. Well, actually, you were like a senior when I was a freshman. So okay, but like yeah. we've like we've like kind of got some pals in common. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of my uh, friends in the sequential department, uh, which was the comics department, they all read One Piece. And like all of them, like all the really good artists liked One Piece. And I was like, OK, I should really give this thing a, a shot. Um, actually, the thing that really got me in was uh, one of my pals, um, 
uh, Ricky Bryant, who it was a cleanup artist uh, uh, who's been like a he he shows up on on the internet too sometimes. He was a cleanup artist on a bunch of like Skullgirls and things like that. He had this beautiful case filled with to that point every single Portraits of Pirates uh, statue. And oh, oh yeah, and I remember him like audibly distressing just distressingly groaning when he saw the uh the next wave had been announced it's like oh i gotta get these now how long but ago was that then <laughs> that was i remember uh i think the manga was somewhere around punk hazard and i mm. think the the cartoon was somewhere around i'm trying to remember i think the cartoon maybe was around like uh oh, like fishman island yeah yeah because they, they had just made the like the big jump to like HD. I remember the, uh, everybody being really excited about like the new uh, the new opening. It, it was a long time ago, and yeah. again, like I was like, "This is a clown manga." So the details were fuzzy at that point. Um, so what? Uh, but seeing the those designs, because like Oda's art style was some was hard to get into at first because I couldn't quite grasp it. But there was something about seeing like Usopp in 3D that made him click in my head. I was like. Oh, he's really cool. Like the mm. like all the uh, 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 like the way his nose pokes out and the way his eyes bulge out. Like I don't know. There's something about about it on the page that wasn't quite appealing. And then once I saw it in, in real life, I was like, Oh, okay, these are really good. And then I did not get into One Piece. Um, in fact, it, it it took a few shots. Uh, for the longest time, I was not only just an anime only watcher, uh, I was a dub only watcher. So uh, yeah, that's my how I kind of like remember you as being in, in regards to one piece is like oh yeah david like knows a lot about it but he just like watches the dub whenever the dvds come out or whatever yeah uh you don't know how excited i am that there's new dub coming because i've been stuck at the end of fishman island forever and uh it was getting real tedious but uh along the way um so i finally got into it and i got in hard like a, the the i remember uh working on a commission real late at night uh and i was uh, blown through it on Funimation.com, and uh, it got to the Usopp's uh, uh, Luffy fight in Water Seven, and I had to stop and go and like hold my wife and just like sob for for a while. I was like, they they love each other so much, but they can't be together. And uh, she was like, David, it's a cartoon. It is midnight. <laughs> Take a break. But that was that was when I was like, oh no, this is going to be a thing that I love forever. Um, so then, uh, actually, I started listening to you guys um, pretty shortly after uh, uh, after that. So I've got a weird, like I've got a weird grasp of uh, of One Piece. Like again, I've been suffused with all my pals and it, all my pals and friends. There are no spoilers to be, like everything that happens. I know about, and I have read the manga up through. Uh, 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 I just finished up Skypea and I'm trying to trying to finally collect all my thoughts for the end of that because there's a lot that goes on in there that is so much better in the manga than in the anime. I can't mm. believe it. Um, mm. So I'm up through there uh, in the manga. And then also I started listening to you guys somewhere around whole, uh, like listening to you guys every single week religiously uh, uh, way early on in whole uh, in whole cake. That's like and two years so, ago at this point, isn't it? <laughs> two, three years ago, yeah. I know. Um, I've had multiple children, multiple houses, moved halfway across the country. You guys have been very good friends uh, along <laughs> the way. Um, so I got through Whole Cake Island, and then when Wano started, I was like, this is the jumping on point. 
So I've I got my Shonen Jump subscription, and I've been reading Wano uh, uh, at release every single time uh, since then. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So like up to this point, like who's your favorite? Like who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite Straw Hat? Oh, that's hard. Um, <laughs> I really like uh, like I'm a, I really like Nami. I really like Nami. Uh, mm-hmm. She's really cool. Um, the more one of the things that, that's really surprising me about reading the manga is, um, okay, so last last time on the, the podcast, y'all had the Kuja cast, and they got into some ships, uh, and I realized that my A-plus number one ship is uh, Nami and Usopp, which mm-hmm. is a little weird, but also, like, one thing that happens in Skypea is that Nami's the, Nami can go toe-to-toe for goofiness with Usopp when, uh, uh, when like, the moment calls for it like when he's like uh, uh says uh starts doing his um like i'm gonna uh, uh his psychological warfare where he's like imagine being stuck under the fingernails with needles and she goes oh no that's terrible it's like <laughs> oh wow she's goofy and like i love uh uh i love that like she's the smartest one that like her her weapon requires a complicated knowledge of meteorology and nobody else can use it not because like the uh, uh, the power isn't there. It's that just being that smart and intuitive does not come come to anybody else. I think that uh, like it makes me mad when she gets uh, left behind, and she gets left behind a lot, and she's gonna be left behind a lot. I know that's coming up. Um, but there's just something about Nami that's really really cool. Uh, I love Usopp. Um, as I've been reading through, uh, like I've got I've been trying to. So in my read through, I've been trying to do a thematic. Uh, unpacking of one piece and it's not like the most elaborate uh thematic unpacking it's pretty basic but then like it's one piece so like they're big broad themes they're they're big themes for children so that's cool um but one of the things that i love about Usopp is that he's the one that gets it he's the uh in the biblical terms uh 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 the saint what is it saint john is the uh or dave uh, uh david was always described as a man after god's own heart Usopp is after luffy's heart He's the one that gets it. He's the one that gets it first. Whenever there's a big battle or something like that, like, and uh, everybody else is like, Luffy, run away or get, you're going to get killed. He's the one that's like, no, man, they, uh, uh, he's got to fight it out. And like, I just, I love the great impression. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, and like Luffy himself, like the, <laughs> the, 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 the strangest thing is that like, I think guys, I think Luffy might be smart. I think I like through my read through the thing that I keep coming back to is that like when I watch through the anime, like Luffy's a dumbass and he just likes eating and punching and reading through the manga. Like the thing that I love is that he is actually in control a lot of the time. He's, Mm. uh, uh, he establishes like, um, even early on with like, uh, Captain Kuro, um, when like, He's like, I'm going to go up and, and wreck this town. And Luffy says, you're not going to go up this beach. And he's like, why? He says, because I don't want you to go up the beach and I'm the king. Like, there's some, like, there's a, the way that Luffy comports himself throughout the, throughout the story is actually very, very purposeful and very, very intentional. And it's really mm-hmm. weird because, like, he's also a big goof ass who uh, will, like, stop and go, like, hmm, cool uh, Heracles Beatles or the One Piece? What's the biggest treasure? And that's a hard one. But, like... <laughs> He's very singularly minded and he, he's right and where the universe needs him to be. Yeah. And anything that doesn't like particularly interest him, he doesn't have time for kind of. 
Yeah. Uh, so that could, I could see that, uh, yeah, I could see how that could also translate to looking like a dumb guy, you know? Yeah. And like, um, so, uh, uh, <laughs> that being said, like, uh, I saw, uh, stampede with, uh, Ed and I, I freaking love that movie. And like half of that stuff went past me because I've got a big <laughs> blank spot in my one piece knowledge that goes from the end of Fishman Island up to the, uh, uh, to the beginning of whole cake. So oh, I'm like, man. I know, I know. And most, I know that like, basically that's just, uh, uh, like 90% of that is, um, dress Rosa. Like actually 120% of that is dress Rosa, but, uh, well, punk hazard and dress Rosa really sort of lead into the same thing. We also get things like, uh, like laws, laws flashback. And actually Usopp gets a lot of material in dress Rosa that you haven't even seen yet. And he's one of your favorite characters. I think I, he might be your favorite character, like in the number one, after you like read dress Rosa. Yeah, no, I, uh, but like, yeah. So like a lot of things in stampede, uh, just blew past me because like all of, because all of the uh, worst generation, like they show up for a hot sec in uh, 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 Shabandi and then they just kind of peace out. And then like, I haven't seen them yet. I haven't gotten to them. So I'm like, okay, I guess Capone's cool. I don't know. He's kind of like, he just looks like a Rankin Bass character to me. Um, so like that, that part's tough, but like in, in Stampede, the fan service that like I responded to was, was Usopp be, uh, uh, like understanding the uh, the stakes and and rising to the occasion in a con- uh, in a condition where nobody else could? And what I really really loved was like when Douglas Bullet lands down and he uh, uh, flashes his Conqueror's hockey. Every all the other pirates are badasses and can like weather it. Luffy's the one that says no and immediately flashes his own because he has to meet this challenge because otherwise he is not a king. He is not worthy of the mantle. And like I just so yeah. Yeah, one piece good. Okay. <laughs> uh, does anyone else have uh, questions for David before we uh, uh, before we move on? Uh, no, I, I think that in, that the the sort of pairing of of uh, Usopp and Nami is an interesting thing to think about, but just because they they I mean even outside of the idea of like romantic pairing and stuff, but just the idea that they really do see eye to eye as far as being members of the crew who see themselves as like more mortal or whatever, you know, like, mm-hmm. aren't they part of the quote unquote weakling trio? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's, it, they definitely like occupy a different space on the crew than, than other members who are like overpowered, you know? Yeah. And like, um, it wasn't actually, it wasn't until, uh, the climate act that I didn't, that, cause like what I love about the climate act is that, Usopp makes a weapon for Nami that only Nami can use. Like mm-hmm. there's a level of understanding there of both uh, uh, like that's that really speaks to their closeness. He's observed how she who she is and what she can do and has made the perfect thing for her. And I think that's a, that's awesome. They also get like the biggest uh, one of the bigger reunion uh, parts of the return at after this time skip. It's yeah. True. Yeah. All right. Uh, you guys want to get into the manga recap? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Chapter 964. Let's do it. This is the manga recap for chapter 964, Odin's Adventure. And on the front page, we've got Gang Bedge's Oh My Family, volume 14. We're going to shoot you with Kiss Kiss Cooties, too. Like... Look at these. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? What's going on here? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> they're in a bad kiss- touch. Yeah, they're in a kissing. I think, I think I've lost the plot here. Yeah, what's like Capone isn't like Capone hasn't been in this in like three weeks. <laughs> was now, he even, was he in last week's cover? I don't think he was. It was just these guys. No, wasn't. Oh yeah, they showed up. Was Queen well, that, last? Wasn't last week? week's the Queen one? Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah that's where the that. kissing comes from. And it's like Captain of the Germ Pirates is like, ah, a lot of problematic stuff going on this island. <laughs> Let's introduce more! <laughs> Captain Problematic. Why has he got a... He's got a, like a weird drug flower on his, uh, on his stomach yeah. there. What's going on? There's a lot of weird things going on here, but uh, yeah, I guess they have bullets that filled with cuties and... <laughs> What's the... <laughs> Wait, is that the thing on his stomach, a cootie? That's what I assumed. <laughs> what a cootie looks like? No, the the it girl kind of like a the, snood. The girl in the in the germ pirates looks more like a cootie. You know, like that old toy. That the, yeah, the antenna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the cooties. I don't know I if like I ever played she's... the game. I just like taking those pieces out and just making cooties. Yeah, I like how the uh, antenna girl is uh, executing a uh, execution <laughs> style uh, snooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, More tongue. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, this one's kind of unsettling. Yeah, let's. Um, I mean, this is worse than anything Caribou did in his cover story. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, Caribou did a lot of bad stuff, but his cover story, he was actually pretty. Uh, he was the good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, g- <laughs> I, I, I would like to see more more of the uh, Oh My Family, please, and less of this. Less of, yeah, more of the family, less of this. Okay, uh, let's move on away from these people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so we, Odin is, is reiterating his general theme here. I want to go out to sea. No, you can't. They respond <laughs> with the general theme of this flashback. Take <laughs> me with you! <laughs> uh, a close-up of Odin and uh, the white beard pirate's like, what? You just tried to kill our captain, didn't you? And uh, at this point, they're all sitting down to eat, and that was that was a that was a quick quick turnaround. There, He's like you tried to kill him. Now we're sitting down for dinner. And white beard correctly points out, you're not the type of person who serves someone else. And I know what happens when you get people like that together in a group. Plenty of bad experiences with my last crew. Have you heard about that yet? My previous crew? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) What happened to them? It's not important. You guys probably don't need to know that yet. Hey, do you want to know what my bounty is? (laughs) Yeah, I don't have my PowerPoint presentation ready, so we'll we'll just move on. Wipe your PowerPoint. I like that. All right. Um, Yeah. So, Odin's like, you know, or or Wipeyard tells him, you want to see, I'll get your own ship. He's like, I tried, it didn't work. I got no skill for sailing. I'm terrible. I sink like a stone. Anyway, listen, Wiper, there's a strict law in the land of Wano against leaving the country. And uh, <laughs> Wiper's like, good to hear. I see eye to eye with the rest of you. I'm not taking him anywhere. But Whitebeard is, uh, very, he's very snappy. He, mm-hmm. his, his mind is much, his tongue is much sharper than it used to. <laughs> okay, I like I, the uh, uh, dap sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> I to- I totally missed uh, misread what he that guy said in uh, in the first dialogue, and I read, "Listen, white bread," and uh... <laughs> was he calling him a honky? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Like, <laughs> Kinemon is like... It's a good pirate name. Yeah. You don't have any 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 background for Kinemon, really. Until no, I don't. Yeah. It's, in, it's, it's interesting. He's a street rat. Riff raff. I don't buy that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Odin noticing, like, this is Kinemon and Whitebeard having this conversation, but Odin's like, hey, you stay out of this. Laws <laughs> of this nation don't apply to me. I just want adventure. You know, I want a fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the world. be mine! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we hear uh, five islands in the world. There's another conversation going on elsewhere on top of the ship. Uh, feast is happening on the beach. But we hear five islands in the world... <laughs> <laughs> that's nonsense. You could start counting islands and not finish until you're past 10 or 20. And we see this as Marco talking. 10, bit. 20 million. Yeah. <laughs> talking to yeah. Do- Dog Storm and Cat Piper. And uh, he says, you didn't know that? The world's a huge place. And <laughs> they are so shocked by this. His tongue, Dog's tongue is hanging out. And uh, yeah, they just, they're, they're super shocked by this. Mm-hmm. Nobody can count the number of islands out there. Uh, so two weeks later, uh, in I guess this is Odin's castle. They say, "Where, where are you going, Lord Odin?" And Odin's like, "Can a man take a shit in peace? I am the daimyo." <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, sir. This is Izo. Is say yes. Go, go, go. Uh, relieve yourself. But uh, um, yeah, Izo is suspicious. Mm. Anyway, next page. All right. I feel uh, so now we're uh, watching the Whitebeard Pirates as they uh, sail away from the land of Wano. I feel bad for Odin, but we're shipping out in the middle of the night. It would have been a good addition just in terms of muscle. And then uh, Whitebeard, and we know it's Whitebeard because he uh, help, there's a helpful little uh, portrait right in his uh, speech bubble. <laughs> Let's say I did like the guy. This would be like kidnapping royalty. Only causes trouble down the line. We left a, tr- a treasure chest as a thanks, right? for all the food and lumber they gave us. But then, uh, I think chains suddenly wrap around the mast. Yep. Swoop, whoop, swoop, whoop, whoop. Clang. Hey, what's that? I'm, uh, and then is that Odin, uh, yelling that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and then Odin's like, I just knew you would try this! White beard! And I just knew you would try this, Lord Odin! You're not going anywhere. Uh, and which... Oh my god, I'm so bad at names. Uh, uh, which Ezo. That's Ezo. Ezo. So yeah. This is Ezo. Okay. Who is Kiku? So Ezo says, yeah. Yeah, because Kiku is just like a little baby right now. Uh, <laughs> slightly she's older. Like a, she's like a teenager Child, now. Yeah. She's like a young baby. Like a, like a, like a, like a middle-sized baby. <laughs> a newborn? <laughs> <laughs> but, and then all the, uh, on the next page, all the white beard pirates, Odin! They can't believe their eyes. Uh, a lot of good reaction shots. Um, but Odin, uh, Odin with uh, Izo tagging on behind, uh, is gra- uh, has grabbed onto the chain and is being tugged through the water, uh, uh, water ski style. Leaving the country is my dream. Let's travel together. Show me the world. Come back, my lord. You are the shogun in waiting. And uh, Marco uh, grabs onto the chain. Clang. And he says, this guy's wild. So long, Odin. Go back home. And uh, Whitebeard says, wait, Marco. Huh? Pull up the one who grabbed onto him, but only that one. Here come the falls. Ah! And then, uh, because we uh, have forgotten 
the uh, Wano geography. There's a ton of waterfalls, and when you go out the other side, you fall down. Uh, one of my favorite repeating uh, uh, circumstances in One Piece. Hold on tight! Worry about yourself! As they all fall down. All right. But we immediately go back to Wano, where we just left. Um <laughs> And uh, word's getting around that Lord Odin has gone missing, and Whitebeard's ship has gone too. Uh, and little uh, uh, Okiku here is, uh, and Brother Izo, and Doggy, and Kitty, and uh, Denjiro says, "Like, I don't assume the worst just yet. They're they're fine, <laughs> kids. Everything's gonna be just fine. Now get your corpse handling gloves." <laughs> um, that's a Simpsons. <laughs> I'd say search, <laughs> search for them. Search the entire country as a bunch of gyaws and raws are yelled throughout town. And we see more of the crazy uh, the waves of uh, the outskirts of Wano as as Orden uh, holding on to dear life onto this chain uh, uh, just is swung around through these waves and underwater hits all these rocks like a ping pong ball uh, with a gank and a gonk. And uh, it's very Homer going down the the gorge, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hitting every rock on the on his head on the way up. And on the deck of the Moby Dick, uh, Izo says, "Like Whitebeard, pull up Lord Odin now. He's going to drown. The future of Wano rests upon his shoulders." As uh, just a familiar sight of the guest of the Moby Dick standing in the center as all the Whitebeard pirates just gather around and just. Sit and watch in the uh, in the uh, uh, the the dialogue arena. I like to call it of the Whitebeard ship. Uh, we seen... twenty years from now, Rockstar will be standing in the- <laughs> <laughs> in his dream. Uh, but Whitebeard says, "You saw how many times I refused him, boy, and he still made it out to sea. So we're going to play by my rules, Whitebeard rules. Uh, Whitebeard uh, rules." It's a Whitebeard rules match uh, scheduled for a one fall. Uh, he says, I can't just let a dangerous man like him step uh, on a board. It would be exposing my family to risk. Would someone please think of the children? <laughs> it's, uh, someone someone think of the young Marco. Uh, <laughs> if you want to stop him, talk him down. You have three days. And to show you I'm serious, you have two days. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I believe this is Whitebeard yelling out, uh, back to, uh, Odin. He says, listen up. If you could hold on to that chain for three whole days, three whole days of playtime, uh, I'll let you come aboard this ship. And, uh, Odin, uh, responds, uh, ever so wisely with Glabaga Burgleblub. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Episode title sorted already. <laughs> no, I'm so the, great, ga- the gauntlet has been thrown. Globaga, Burgle Blub. Blah! It's a, yeah, he says, you said it. I heard you. Uh, and Wiper says, that's right. I don't break my word. A young Arlong takes notice. Mm. <laughs> it's like a remix of Inagata De Vida. Don't you know I'm gobble? It's gonna say noted uh, Ramones fan Odin. Globa globa hey. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. So we are treated to a little Rocky montage of Odin hanging onto the, the chain and being tugged along throughout the ocean. He's you know running on a beach. He's chopping wood. He's falling asleep at the at the chain. And Izo's uh, watching. It's raining. Uh, another day, there's a, a fish biting him like he's bait. Another day, it's snowing. And you can see that Odin's face is getting all puffy and swollen because he's just been taking a beating uh, throughout uh, all these uh, these days. He's uh, t- trailing behind the Moby Dick and uh, another day, and they're saying, oh, is he still out there? Yeah, I can barely believe it. Between the collisions and the water, he's completely misshapen. Just one more hour. You got this, Odin. Uh, Marco, who is now looking like a little older, <laughs> makes you think he's... We've been at this for like a year or something. <laughs> hey, why are you rooting for him? And uh, Marco says, because if he passes the test, he's one of us, right? He's very excited to um, include a new member to the crew. <laughs> and, and the other crewmates are just like, oh, they're not as enthusiastic as him. Uh, you can do it, Odin. Come on, Odin. You're almost there. Let's go, Odin. You've got it, Odin. Um and Odin's like he's like under the water right now. We can kind of see it through the yeah. Through that's the a really cool uh, little composition there. Yeah. And uh, Wiper's just kind of gritting his teeth as all all of his crewmen are shouting, "Go, Odin!" He's like, "Oh crap, <laughs> they might get attached to him. We might have to keep the puppy." <laughs> <laughs> you can't name your this... Odins. <laughs> yeah, Odin just followed us home. Can we keep him? <laughs> Now, now, boys, <laughs> Odin is a lot of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Just, uh, just imagining a dog with just like those long, like, you know, hound ears, but it just still has the face of Odin. <laughs> and, the, and the hair. Yeah, in there. And just like a dog nose. It's just like just a black dog nose. It's like that creepy lion from Filler Bark. You play fetch, you throw a stick, and he comes back with a woman. (laughs) I was thinking they'd find him in a box that says free Odin's on it. (laughs) Brings brings back a dead pig. It's like, hey, it's a gift. (laughs) Slice the lion half. Uh, I love you guys. All right, <laughs> where were we? Uh, <laughs> so Izo uh, is, I guess, chained to the mast as you do, and and he's saying, "For putting my master through this torment, I will see that you pay, Whitebeard." He's got a little tear in his eyes, so frustrated by the the pain that Odin's going through. Um, and uh, people are still cheering. Come on, you can do it. And uh, Whitebeard is he's more or less resigned at this point. Uh, we cut ahead to on another island, and uh, somebody's shouting, "Why are you running away, woman? <laughs> we're gonna take you to on our own ship. Oh, we're gonna take you to our on our ship to Wano, just like you wanted." And uh, the woman, or they're shouting to the woman, "Come over here. We don't want to hurt you." And uh, the woman, we we're seeing her from behind right now, and she's saying, "No, I suppose you don't." And then on the next page, uh, we turn around to see a beautiful young lady's face. And she says, because that's a slaver ship. And she continues. uh, She asks them, will my price drop if I'm damaged in any way? You're clearly wicked men by the looks of you. 
who would get tricked by the likes of you? And then she answers her own question. I would. Stupid, stupid <laughs> me. And we are introduced to uh, Amatsuki Toki. And so we finally see what she looks like. Like every other One Piece lady. <laughs> she looks now, like Hiori. It, looks no, like yeah. With the, the subtle differences, she's got the kind of droopy eyes like Hiori, for sure. Yeah, she, she's got lipstick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure... I'm sure in color her hair is, is something right. wild. Oh, well, and man. also she yeah. is wearing she has crescent moons on her clothes, and she's also wearing Nami's boots with the cuffs that she had early on in the series. Oh, classic oh, Nami boots. Yes. Yeah, I actually I looked up Amatsuki because it has Suki in it. Uh, yep. Um, you know, uh, moon and the Ama is heaven, so heaven's moon, which is interesting. Um, given uh i don't know the weird like given hierarchies and classes and everything yeah exactly yeah. um oh, is that the same ama like in amaterasu i think so oh. steven would steven would know but uh it yeah. sounds like it. <laughs> yeah no i just looked up her name and saw the kanji that they'd put on the one piece wiki and was like ah oh, that's heaven neat uh so hopefully that's correct <laughs> But um, She's anyway, the wiki has Heaven's Moon Toki, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm oh. just joking. Because <laughs> no. You can never tell what they're going to choose. Well, yeah, you had me there. For a sec. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd buy it. it. Yeah. Um, so we get to, uh, to this like rough looking guy with his uh, battle vest on his like denim with the, the little pins and everything. And uh, he says uh, the seas. At your back, there is nowhere to run, so give up. Um, and she says, not quite. I do have a means to escape. And she thinks to herself that she's trapped, and uh, it might be, again, time to jump into the future. When suddenly, uh, they're all shocked because a horrible monstrosity rises from the sea. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a, They scream, saying, an umibozu, the sea monster... And, uh, yeah, we see this horrible uh, bloated figure with a very distinct flat haircut uh, saying, I heard a rumor's verse. <laughs> I want all the ham. <laughs> and, uh, I've, and someone is eking, uh, and he continues calling for hell glurp, and he is spitting up uh, fluids of all sorts, I'm sure. Um, I love this panel. It's so funny. Um, and so Toki is shocked, uh, at the monster and he continues asking if she's safe as he's still <laughs> vomiting. He looks like a celestial dragon. <laughs> he does. It's true. <laughs> this is a hell of a panel though. This one's just like, he looks even more grotesque in profile. I love that. He also has the like cartoony, like I've been punched on the head, like bumps <laughs> on his head as well. Yeah. <laughs> he looks a little like when Tetsuo swells into a baby in Akira. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> His power's out of control. Kaneda, um, Toki's dying. <laughs> yeah, and then she goes on to talk about amoebas having the power of humans or something, and it's very confusing. Um, so uh, so she asks uh, if he has come here to, to save him, or to, to save her, and he collapses uh, in the sea <laughs> with a splosh. Um, and then we zip over back over to uh, Whitebeard's ship, where everyone... Is very disappointed. Odin has disappeared. Um, only a couple more minutes to go, but he, I guess they couldn't take any more. And they're uh, blaming Whitebeard for his cruelty and saying that he had less than an hour left. Um, and they're kind of urging that Whitebeard should have just let him on and everything. And 
And they're all kind of on board with Odin at this point, saying, he was doing really good, man. Yes, Just and, one uh, hour until the retirement. <laughs> <laughs> we turn the page, and uh, we're moving on to the next day already. And uh, Toki has, I guess she's been taking care of him and, and healing him up, and uh, she's remarking, oh, what, what incredible he- healing. So you are human after all, uh, now, now that he's in regular shape. Uh, and he's gone. Ha! Too bad I couldn't get onto Whitebeard's ship. I figured I could see all sorts of places if I was there. But all's well that ends well. I'm standing on foreign soil for the first time. At last, I have left the land of Wano. My adventure has begun. It would seem you nursed me back the health, woman. Thank you. And uh, she's saying, oh, no, 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 you were the one who saved me. Uh, but did you say you were from Wano? And Odin says, that's right. I'm finally out of the country. And you're dressed the same old way. I gotta admit, I'm a little disappointed. I want something a little, <laughs> a little more exciting for my my first what was uh, the adventure point of out. Even le- what was the point of even leaving? <laughs> yeah, that one had me. All the women look the same. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and she's uh, Toki says, "Oh, actually, it's been my deepest desire to go to Wano ever since childhood. Would you please take me there?" <laughs> and <laughs> the, the, the disgust on Odin's face. On Odin's face. <laughs> Just like, oh, that place? She's like, you don't seem to like that idea. Uh, does uh, This whole thing, I don't know if I should say this till, uh after we were finished reading through the chapter, but I just felt like I want to ask now. So uh, with Toki being really interested in going to Wano, does that make her a weeb in the One Piece universe? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they make it it sound like she was from there. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, it seems like she's probably from there, but yeah, I like the idea that she just dresses that way, and she's been trying to go there. (laughs) I've always wanted to go to Wano. Get my Wano rail pass. (laughs) Anime, manga, sushi. Yeah. In so I guess that makes her a, So she's a wannabe. Wanna, yes, a wannabe. Oh my wannabe. god, that's a good, that's a good episode. Title. So, so when they finally get hitched, is Odin going to be like, "Do you want to boo my lover?" Oh god, <laughs> god, gotta get with his friends. <laughs> uh, so a, a figure is showing up uh, behind them. He's saying, "Hey, where'd that monster from yesterday go?" And they're looking over their shoulder. And it's uh, Captain Karma from the the, Cel- the, the Cephaloctopus Pirates, mm-hmm. uh, who looks a little familiar. Yeah, he Not was in the war. He was a wipe your yeah. ally. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was uh, wondering. I knew he looked familiar, but I didn't remember. So, so he's totally getting killed off in this flashback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so his crew is saying, oh, that's the woman, Karma. Get her. You found her. And uh, Karma is saying, oh, so you found a bodyguard, huh? Then I'll sell the both of you. And uh, Odin's just very interested in this man's <laughs> whole body thing. Six arms. Fascinating. I've never seen a human being like that in Wano. And uh, Toki's uh, cuddling up to him. Uh, and she's saying, oh, no, no, we should we should run. There are too many of them. Uh, and then just just wipe her, just like bop, smacks him on the head. <laughs> he, did not see that, shit. He, he did not see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, he's way more into karma than uh, Toki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, Whitebeard's arrived and Odin is surprised. He's like, Oh, it's the Whitebeard Pirates and uh Whitebeard's saying, Get on the ship, Odin and uh Odin's saying, What? But but 
I, I let go of the chain. No, you gave up your ambitions because of a woman's shriek. I didn't take you for the soft type. And on the next page, we get a dashing uh, uh, profile view of Whitebeard saying, we're going on a grand adventure beyond anything you can imagine, little brother. And uh, Oda... Uh, you gotta say that like the whole Colgan. Yeah. Little brother! <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, Odin goes full Wanabu and you're letting me join Waikichi and uh, on board the on board the ship everyone's having a big party Odin way to go welcome aboard Rah! tossing him in the air we're sorry about the horrible crap pops put you through and o- Odin is nonplussed hey about that that's white beard um, white beard sorry yeah. it's interesting um, that he calls him little brother he's not they're not his sons mm-hmm. yet they're, they're, so he's he not calls, old enough yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i i had that thought too um i wonder when the switch was where he was like now you're my sons <laughs> <laughs> well he was uh uh earlier in the in the chapter he was talking about how uh he can't let somebody like that uh threaten his family so he does still have that kind no, of so, uh yeah I, th- I, th- I, th- I i guess the implication is is you know Whitebeard is not going to be odin's pop like all the other uh, crew calls him. Uh, Odin's okay. kind of uh, more. He's he's more on Whitebeard's level, which is probably why he doesn't stay on the crew. Uh, very he long. was so the, like, he was talking about that exactly earlier. We can't have two people like that on the ship. So yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So Odin is just like your your crazy uncle that comes over for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I tried making my own river. I'm like that's nice, Uncle Odin. <laughs> so uh, as we continue, uh, Odin is surprised to see uh, Dogstorm and Cat Viper on board. Dogstorm and Cat Viper, what are you doing here? We just knew you were going to find a way to get on the ship, so we snuck on board ahead of time. Hey, we got stowaways! It's like Carol. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Whitebeard just, uh... says, Oh, what? Oh, I was just I was just remarking, it seems like a mink instinct to, to be a stowaway. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, so Whitebeard says, Weren't you going to make me pay for this? Are you? Uh, and uh, Toki says, Or no, uh, Izo says, are you going to toss me into the sea first? I feel like it. And who are you on the next page? Uh, Whitebeard is questioning Toki, who says, my name is Toki. I am hoping to travel to Wano, and you do not like that. And uh, (laughs) Whitebeard gives the exact same face. They're very alike. Yeah. Yeah. It's like of all no, of all the places we... you want to go, why that one? <laughs> no, why does everyone yeah. always want to go back to Jakku? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that, and it's and it's it's kind of uh, it's the rested development. The her there, one that island egg. Really? <laughs> yeah. A- actually, speaking of eggs. Oh, uh, the next uh, page. Well, yeah. Oh no! Uh, uh, hang on. Uh, so uh, <laughs> oh, Toki says. Yeah. I will do anything. Let me stay here. Uh, as you wish. But suddenly, enemy attack! Enemy yeah! attack. Yeah! Enemy attack! <laughs> Wait, Odin. We haven't plundered anything yet. Action is fast and fierce uh, uh, when you're crewed up with the Whitebeard Pirates. Uh, and suddenly, uh, uh, and we start seeing like little uh, vignettes and flashes of uh, Odin's experience. Uh, he's all starry-eyed. What is this place? I've never seen anything like these buildings. Wow. Wait, Odin. We have to scout it out first. It was a world I'd never seen, we see in his uh, internal monologue. Um, where is this? Yeah, is this a cool. 
Is this what, a new place? It's the Kingdom of Spears. It's a, no, it's Yari. It's Spear. That's what. It, yeah. Yeah. That's, oh. Yeah. Let's go. Two pieces tight. Gum gum spear. Oh. So yeah, it's yeah. The, like the kingdom of spears or something or lances. It looks like something you would use in a joust. Yeah, I love those designs. Mm-hmm. They look neat. All right, and then on our last pages, uh, he says, "Cold and heat, like I'd never experience." And as we see him get frozen in a block of ice in one place, uh, as everyone rushes to get him out, and and in a completely different place, he is on fire. As everyone runs to try and put him out. Uh, plants and animals. Uh, as we see uh, in the first panel, uh, Odin finally watches One Piece Movie 6. And yep, yep. <laughs> and then the uh, following uh, panel, he sees giant koalas, and he just has to have one. They are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't like that. <laughs> koalas don't like a lot of things. Yeah, He's but, trying to uh, get it for Toki. Yeah, I think to- <laughs> this is totally a carnival, and Toki's yeah. like, "Oh my god, run. the hearts! Look at that!" Yeah, yeah. That's- <laughs> that is I noticed cute. that. It's great. It's like I'm gonna win you the big one, Toki. Uh, <laughs> and that koala is like, "You're touching my butt." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Do I know you? <laughs> uh, and it's huge. As we meet more people, as we're on some island, and we meet a giant. Uh, not even going to bother speculating where this could be. I'm pretty sure giants like hanging out on many islands. Uh, and strength. Well, he's as... got. I'm mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, he's got horns. Do you think that he's a uh, he's an oars typey giant? Eh. Oh, it's true. He know. doesn't, and he doesn't look particularly like Nordic. No, he's wearing a yeah. he's wearing a derby, which isn't usual. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Maybe in the same way that there's kind of different types of of sky people. Maybe there's different types. Well, of no, giants. that's what Saul said back. Yeah, way Saul back. said he's yeah, yeah he's not he's like, not from Elbaf. So there's different kinds of giants. But he still uh, attacks the Whitebeard pirates as uh, Odin witnesses great strength, and Whitebeard says, "Stay back!" As Odin has a look of glee on his face. <laughs> uh, I just I, I I could just imagine if we saw close ups of like Odin being frozen on fire, I'm pretty sure he would have the same look on his face. That's good He's anime filler there. Excited to be... be in trouble. Good anime <laughs> but, material there. But ideas, everything was new and different. Every day my old illusions were shattered. Everything surpassed my imagination. I was so small and I only knew a tiny piece of the world as we see like uh, just a big celebration on Whitebeard's ship and just they're all just having a big Yeah. You know, Looks like they're just having like a big barbecue and they're drinking. Cat Viper and Dogstorm are dancing along with Marco. Uh, Odin is wearing a crown, uh, and uh, and and Whitebeard is doing that thing in One Piece I like that clapping above your head. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like that a lot. So uh, yeah, good times. Uh, but then uh, we have Toki here uh, uh, reading out her dating profile. She says, "My age, I'm 26 years old, but I was born about." 800 years ago and this is just and this is just met with laughter and i'm thinking this is just people being like yeah okay sure whatever crazy lady <laughs> it's not uh, like you know some crazy secrets about the birth of the world government or something oh my god <laughs> i forgot 800 is a magic number mm-hmm. uh yep. holy crap uh did, did you just realize that yes <laughs> <laughs> good chapter <laughs> oh man i'm just like and i'm just rewatching one piece so i'm just shy of the uh robin flashback and i'm 
surprised. Like if I just saw those episodes, I would have been like, oh my God. <laughs> Here I am. But anything could happen, as Odin writes in his journal. But in another C, let's see a pup named Buggy and Shanks here. <laughs> oh my God. Here reading the newspaper. Uh, just cute little Shanks and Buggy. And Buggy's like, yeah, another article about Whitebeard when we're raising all the ruckus over here. He looks like. I wonder uh, what the timeline is yeah. between Shanks joining Roger's crew and getting the hat. Hmm. Shanks looks like a young ace with this brownie. He does. On, yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> Uh, someone says it says they've got a samurai, a new samurai from Wano, and he's a real wild man. And uh, someone else picks up the paper. It's like a samurai from a closed-off nation. I'd like to meet this fellow, mm. and that's the great pirate Gold Roger. Speaking of eggs, as I was saying. Oh yeah, that's right. It's Roger, the Roger pirates that have yeah the, have a weird the, fucking egg on their ship for no reason. The gobbledygooker egg. Yeah. We can't see it in this panel. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. I was also, thinking about that. Roger is like extra handsome in this picture. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He doesn't have like the round uh, Luffy eyes. He's got I like was, more. I was seeing some folks saying uh, uh, just how much he looks like Ace. And yes. I, I really uh, like it. Interesting. He, uh, you know, he, he's, he's squinting because he doesn't have his readers on. <laughs> I think it's really interesting that uh, he's Gold Roger here because the D has not been revealed. Mm -hmm. Right. The, mm -hmm. Yeah, the world knows him as Gold Roger like the mm. at this point. All right, so let's get go around, get your thoughts on the Also, chapter. Gold Roger is just a punchier name. Right. Yeah. All right, uh, Joey, what are your final uh, – what are your thoughts on the chapter? Uh, yeah, this is a great chapter. It had a little bit of everything. It had at the so much funny stuff. Like I really love just those like panels of uh, Odin like being frozen and set on fire and, <laughs> and stuff. Like that's very funny. And uh, important world-building type stuff as well, like – I'm very curious about, like, there's a little bit of a focus of Odin writing in this journal. I kind of wonder if this journal still exists and if it has in interesting information Ooh. that that will be important later or something. I like that. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, so last chapter uh, was really important for me because I felt like we had been meeting all of Odin's um, followers like one by one throughout the story over so many years that they felt they didn't really feel like a unit to me. And now they finally do. Um, and, and like really so much so, which is really cool about uh, Oda's storytelling ability. And, and this actually kind of does that for the Whitebeard pirates that I uh, really never thought much about. Like I probably did like, uh, I think I am missing a little bit of the like fun of like seeing the young versions of the white beard pirates here because I don't really remember any of them except for Marco and uh, Josie sort of. Um, so like you know, is but Josie now in this? I, like I don't even know if Josie. No, is he in is. This. We see we see young Josie early on in the chapter, and I think he's in the party scene. Yeah, he's sitting next to Whitebeard at the party scene. In the yeah, last yeah, he's like a yeah. big guy with spiky hair, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and you know I. Um, yeah, so and 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 Izo uh now is becoming more important to me. But it, yeah, it really like now I kind of like feel um I don't know, in the war you feel the family the connection of Whitebeard and his crew but through a very somber uh story and and sad story and here we actually get to see them like palling around and having fun and stuff. Uh so that's really nice. 
Um, but uh, let's see. And and um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of Toki and um, Odin like interacting with one another and like really like uh, seeing their romance, uh, seeing if that becomes a big storytelling point or if Odin's just going to sort of be like, you know, we fell in love over the, you know, time we had together or something like that. Um, but it would be nice if we did get, um, a little bit of a love story, uh, shown cause we don't get a lot of that in one piece. Um, more than just, you know, kidnapping the koala. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, fun chapter with a lot of like cool uh information and stuff in it too um and good character stuff so that that's all about all i've got to say okay uh sam uh what are your thoughts yeah <clears throat> i'm 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 loving basically every chapter of this flashback so far uh even though i still feel like we haven't even gotten to like what the real the real meat of the story is going to end up being i feel like they're i feel like we're still warming up but um yeah, I, I agree with Joey on a lot of what he said about uh, the Whitebeard Pirates. I love, I just love any time that you can show, like, this is what this character looked like all these years ago. And, and you can kind of juxtapose that against who they are now and, and use your imagination to kind of fill in some of the blanks. Um, which is which is why I would be cool with uh, a pretty nondescript uh, romantic arc for Odin and Toki. Like, if if... if you know, just like stuff like that koala panel and her little hearts and uh, like stuff like that is enough for me because I, I like uh, I like connecting the dots in my head uh, uh, when it comes to stories that happen over a long period of time. Uh, I I'm a, something that this flashback is rubbing me the wrong way on a little bit are characters like Toki and Izo, where I think if I was a more casual fan. I could have easily forgotten who those characters were and why they're important. And so their, their sudden introduction that like if I was a casual reader and I had forgotten about them, their sudden uh, appearance in the story would feel very extraneous. I'd be like, what, what, why are these characters here? Why, why are there more, why are we adding more important characters that I don't know or, or barely know? Um, Cause unless, unless you've you rem- remember like, Oh, Toki is from the past or Toki is, you know, connected to, well, she's um, Momonosuke's mother. Like, I think that I feel like right. Wano's been so long at this point, and we're only halfway through that it can be easy to forget those kind of things. And Izo, I, I wish he, the story was better. I, I wish the story kind of walked the kind of walked us back into being like, oh yeah, Toki's like really, really important. Well, well, she's not just like a little. She's not just a side character here. She's like, well, she, we're gonna well, get a whole. Well, uh, speaking as somebody who picked up uh, reading one One Piece week to week with Wano. Um, actually, uh, because I don't know all the, because I, my familiarity with all the, uh, large head samurai that, mm-hmm. uh, keep showing up in Wano, um, like all the, the big mystery that I, I've really keyed in is that there is some act of time travel, which seems really, really, uh, uh, uh really important in the one piece world because that stuff doesn't happen. Uh, like right. that, that keeps getting brought up just enough. That like knowing that okay, Toki's the one that uh, 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 that did it. Um, like I've been dying to find out more about this character and how she's uh, uh, how she does what she does, what her backstory is, and what it was like to uh, uh, like the day that uh, 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 the uh, Odin's castle fell. Like I can't wait for that stuff. Yeah, and with Izo, I think it's more like I don't. 
their, their name was like their name was never mentioned in like during the war. during the war at all. So that's that's more. I feel like that's just sort of a reward for longer time fans. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like the two. I understand what you're saying with Toki, but I feel like with Izo, it's it's actually just supposed to be more of a Easter egg. Okay. Um, the thing I really am super interested to find about find out about Toki is her what like what is the nature of her relationship with time travel? Because my favorite detail about what you know when she was first uh, mentioned was that she she's like actively choosing not to time travel any for any further. Like she could save herself from the burning castle, but she's like, no, I fell in love with Odin, and so I've decided that this is the this is the era I'm gonna I'm gonna die in. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering, like, what's the what's the story behind that? I, th- I think I feel like that's a really interesting. And I am, I guess I I, I did like kind of wince a little bit when I turned the page. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, just another another Oda girl. Like, he's really, really not even pretending to try right now. Uh, lately, I feel as far as like the, the variety of female designs. But, you know. Uh. Yeah, that's what that's, I think it's part of uh, it's like. This is the Japan land of One Piece. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's that is something he's going for. Like he, like he, he wants it to feel a little more like kind of stripped back and and normal, like more normal. I mean, but then it's just the female characters that are normal looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not great. Um, all right, uh, David, what do you what do you got? Yo, uh, so I've really been liking the flashback. Um, I think like what fascinates me is is just the character of odin because he's he's this really interesting proto luffy like which is weird because you know it's what 900 chapters in he is not the proto luffy he is a variant of but placed backwards in time anyway uh but like it's so cool seeing somebody who's so much like luffy where he's uh like we were talking about earlier uh, uh, he's so blunt and driven by his own interests that it comes off as being uh, uh, really, you know, kind of stupid. Um, he's callous. He's callous. He's actually really like super callous. I love uh, uh, super callous, fragile. Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> I, I uh, uh, like. I've, I've loved what a what a, a rough hewn character he is. I love how like Oda's doing a really good job establishing his mythic qualities. I mean, there's something really just primally good about having a character who has to hold on to a chain for three days to prove themselves. Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's mythology right there. That's yeah, that's the, the that, uh, you were saying. Yeah. Oh no, I'm, I, I was interrupting you. I, I was I, when the first uh, Odin chapter came out when we first uh, saw him for real. I, I did I did say on Twitter, it's like when you look back at stories about Greek gods and they're like way weirder than you expected. I, I yeah. like the, um, the comparison, the one piece podcast folks have been saying about, um, uh, was it like Paul Bunyan or Davy Crockett or something where yeah. it's like this sort of like, yeah, this sort of mythic that, that definitely the, the hand, holding onto a chain for three days being dragged through ocean feels like another one of those, like he cut a, giant pig in half and then sewed it back together you know type things yeah like all he really needs to do now is wrestle a bar and uh uh but uh what's also really what i liked in this chapter was like seeing him go full comedy character like when he becomes a horrible uh uh gross lumpy uh distended uh 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 monster like that's really funny like and again like that's drawing those connections because Luffy would be the one who got beat up so bad that you could not recognize his face. Well, 
Usopp would be the one that got beat up so bad you would, you could not recognize. It. I think we've, we've seen a lot of both them. of them. Basically, all of the, the straw hats. But like, <laughs> so and but and like, what what I'm really looking forward to is we're building this guy up so that he is occupying the same sort of space. Like when I look at at uh, uh, Odin, I feel like I'm looking at a kind of a Luffy, and so we're getting to see what it would be like if a Luffy was in these uh, uh, circumstances. So both that's uh, what that does is it shades the future as sort of a, here's what would happen if Luffy died and the straw hats avenged him. Like I'm really, really interested in, in, uh, uh, or I'm really enjoying how this is going to shape my understanding of uh, uh, the current time uh, uh, exploits. I'm also really, really interested in what it's going to be like when he meets gold Roger, because uh, we're going to see somebody who is like as headstrong as, as careless running up against gold Roger. And are they going to be the same person? Are they going to be, have the same archetype or are there going to be substantial differences between the, uh, 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 between this guy that we can judge as sort of like a Luffy and like the guy that Luffy's been, been judging himself against. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is this chapter, we saw gear for Umi Bozu man. (laughs) Yes. All right. uh, Steve. Um, God, I feel like a lot was covered already. Uh, but yeah, I like how this flashback continues to feel very different from other ones. It feels like a tall tale. It really does. Uh, I'm not, you know, too privy with Japanese folklore, but yeah, this does feel like Davy Crockett, Paul Bunyan stuff here with just Odin being in these ridiculous situations. Even for One Piece, it's hard to imagine like him just, you know, hanging on to uh, a chain. Uh, being dragged by the Moby Dick till he's nothing but a pelvis wearing a belt. Uh, that's a Venture Brothers one for you. Uh, but so like that's like so like bizarre that it's just it it just really makes this flashback stand out as something very uh, different, something special. Uh, other than that, I, I just like I I think with the Whitebeard Pirates being as popular as they are, I'm really glad they've kind of t- taken center stage for the flashback at the moment and just, just seeing more of them because the only context we really had with them was uh, in the middle of a war. So to see them uh, just hanging around and being a crew like we're used to with like the straw hats is pretty fun. Um, Toki, uh, Toki seems like she's being a lot of fun. It's weird how uh, uh, she's uh, very self-aware saying how she's stupid. She would be uh She's like she would fall for tricks. So yeah, let's see where that goes. Uh, but yeah, and now I'm interested in seeing uh, the uh, the Roger Pirates. And I think this is the first like non-brief flashback. I think we're gonna have uh, Roger in, uh, as far as I know. I feel like Roger is gonna be doing a lot more than like a few pages because every time we've seen him in flashbacks, it's been very brief. Like Whitebeard talking with him and what appeared to be Wano. Uh, Garp talking to him in uh, his uh, prison cell. And the way that uh, the editors kind of been talking up this flashback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and somehow um, Odin goes from Whitebeard's ship to Rogers, right? So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think this is the first time we're really going to witness uh, Roger as a character and not just a legend. So that is be very exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's interesting what you were saying about Toki because she is, um, she's just as goofy as Odin, really. Like, yeah. 
she like she's going crazy like she's going crazy over that uh over the koala she's like you know she's standing up for herself she's got this freaking huge sword and but she's also do like we, i'd be yeah I'd, I'd get caught yeah that's like that, that would happen to me do we recognize that sword is that uh not really because it doesn't have like it's more of a plus sign than like the uh like the german style cross of the uh of the Tetsu handles. Yeah, it doesn't really look familiar to me. And it's got like a interesting design on the scabbard too. I don't really know what that's supposed to be. But um, mm. yeah, the or that's not Shusui. No, it's not. No, never mind. No, that has the, a chrysanthemum style handle. Yeah, and the, the design is kind of like the, yeah. On her clothes, too, is interesting because we pointed out that it looks like a crescent moon, but then there's, like, something in in it, too, like a weird three-spiked shape that I don't know if that's supposed to read as something specific or not. I think it's a crane, actually. Crane. <laughs> a, a, a crane it's like little flight. bats to me or something. Something like that, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, um, uh, I mean, I'm really, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, this like, the, the idea of... Odin, like, Whitebeard really doesn't want him on the ship, so just Odin does what he has to do. He does, like, more than, like, any human could endure. And because he's this sort of tall tale figure, like, yeah, he could track behind a boat for three days. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just enjoying Odin being this sort of over-the-top character of... uh of, of manliness and how he clashes with Whitebeard and Whitebeard sort of sees him like he's annoyed by him, but he's also like, you're on my level. Like you fought me kind of like to mm-hmm. a stalemate. So there's this whole sort of, it's reimagining the whole legend of Whitebeard by seeing them in action. So like we, like you were saying, we got to see Whitebeard at the end of his life and you know, he was a very serious man. He was sick. He had a lot in his mind. Now we're sort of seeing the Whitebeard that like his crew loved and I think we're going to see that mm-hmm. with Roger as well. So, yeah. like, you can see what inspires the devotion of their crew here. And it's interesting with Izo because Izo still seemingly doesn't, you know, wh- why does why does Izo stay and and never come back to Wano? That's fascinating to me. Uh, yeah, because you know you know he's got to start to like love Whitebeard. Yeah, and it's interesting that Odin moves on, but he uh, Izo stays. So yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you guys have pretty much mentioned just about everything else. Well, before, like, we, before we move on. Yeah, go ahead. I do, I do kind of want to touch back on, like, on, uh, I think it's on, like, one of the first few pages where Whitebeard is talking about uh, the, get, getting the people who, you know, the, the leader types all in one place. You can't mm-hmm. have them, which I think is interesting because yeah. uh, I, th- I feel like so much of One Piece is about these, uh, these larger-than-life figures who kind of have a naturally – a self-perpetuating momentum to them and people are attracted to that. So it's, it's interesting to, to just kind of see that laid out. Like, Oh yeah, you, you can't, you can't really put those guys together uh, very easily. Yeah. It's like the uh, rocks pirates are kind of like the velvet underground, you know, everyone, or I guess every member of that went on, went on to form like different, like even more important bands. Like hmm. they were barely, they were, you know, barely there for a little while. I guess the, like the, the line about the Velvet Underground is that nobody bought the album, but everyone who did, like made like record like made like cr- tremendous art. Like, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, um, does anyone else have any final thoughts before we uh, move on to the next segment? I'm all good. We're good. All right, cool. 
let's move on to the anime recap. This is the anime recap for episode 912, The Strongest Man in the World, Shuten Maru, the Thieves' Brigade Chief. I'm your host, Sam, and today we have, coming back once again, we have Ed. <laughs> I, I I was there in spirit, and I was, just wasn't talking last week. <laughs> you know, uh, I want to I wanna Photoshop of Shuten Maru on top of the guy from The Adventures of Pete and Pete, Strongest Man in the World. <laughs> I, the, the reference is lost. In oh, okay. Yeah, you're too young. Anyway, um, Shuten Maru, the strongest man in the world. Like, we haven't seen, like... Many strongest men <laughs> in the world. <laughs> exactly. Like, like Whitebeard isn't in this week's manga chapter. The uh, the manga, I don't think, ever talks Shuten Maru up as much as the anime is. I mean, they make him seem very cool, and he's definitely like... Well, that's not true. Kaido's the coolest part of this episode, but he's very cool in this episode. There's a lot of there's a lot of cool parts of this episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, the second half of this episode very very much over delivers. I thought I thought I sort of thought the first half was um, the usual. I thought the whole thing was great. Okay. <laughs> Title card begins at three minutes and thirty eight seconds. We begin with uh, Uso Hachi walking around in the streets, and he notices a guy a guy with the the crescent moon tattoo on his ankle, and so he kind of has to. Pretend to bump into him and be like, oh, you, we know each other since we're kids. And the guy's like, oh, what? We do? And um, Usopp uh, sneaks the little the little symbol, piece of paper folded up. It was very jarring camera. watching this because I spent all day watching like half of the new season of The Crown. It's completely different kinds of entertainment here. It's very jarring to move straight into like hot-blooded anime after watching like this sober and, you know, prestige television thing it's just so it's just so different i like how usopp is both like too young and too old to have known this guy from when they were kids <laughs> yeah how yeah how old is he supposed to be playing here he's 19 like <laughs> he's, he's 19 in reality and he's you know like an old man pretending to be one mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and this guy's just like i don't know in his 40s or something uh so they meet he meets back up with uh Frenosuke and Orobi, and they're talking about kind of they're getting the plans working. And uh, Frankie is he needs the blueprints to Kaido's mansion, but he's having trouble getting it. Uh, the carpenter that he works for uh, supposedly has it, but he's a he's a tough nut to crack. He's got a and, uh, he's got a name, and he's like a, a character who appears like there's multiple of him. They said in an SBS, right? Yeah, he, he's related to that guy who Minotomo-san. Uh, that's his name. Minotomo, yeah, yeah. That's right. And I think they both have the same name, but they're like supposed to be different characters. I think <laughs> well, it's not. It's not like he traveled across the world. He's not like Panda Man. SBS lore, yeah. Uh, so this is when Usopp starts talking up Shuten Maru again, the strongest man in the world. Kiku later calls him the the strongest samurai in the world. Uh, n- descriptions there are just straight up not in the manga. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the anime is is going for here. But they, they, they gotta hype him up somehow, like. I mean, it does. I look, believe it. it, it, it I'm, does, I'm, yeah, I'm it one over. <laughs> his uh, skin, is, his skin is very, very pink later on. Yeah, back in, uh, back with Luffy's group, we've got uh, Shinobu shaking her butt at Sanji. So last week, I was wondering, I was wondering if they were going to kind of tweak the tone of the of the you know Sanji pervert gags and stuff like that. I was wondering if they were going to Tifa sports bra it, uh, which they didn't. <laughs> 
But I, I feel like that's what this week is doing a little bit. You know, she's shaking her butt at him. She's doing her whole like, oh, you just can't hand, you just can't understand the, the allure of a mature woman. And and Sanji, he's he's that was a very like, good joke. Over- the, the very good joke is like, yes, I definitely can't handle this. Yeah, and it's not like an over the top like you know annoying Sanji thing. Like he's just like he's just like well, trying to take a step back and like trying uh, maybe to I'm be forget- a little bit polite about it. Maybe I'm forgetting because I watched both episodes in a row, but. Like he was a lot more, he was a lot worse than last week's episode. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I don't know. It's like this. Uh, this this yeah, is the this kind is of this is the kind of uh, tone that I was hoping last week would go for. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that's realistic to expect that all the time. <laughs> I mean, it just feels like a. It feels like something that the the Wano anime has been has been leaning towards. So I was I was wondering if I was just going crazy. I was like, oh, maybe maybe that's all just my imagination. But no, no, no. They're they're trying to sneak well, little. Typically, the anime is pervier than than the manga somehow. But not uh, Wano. I feel like has been better about that. Mm-hmm. It's the same level of horniness. <laughs> or it's it's I mean, not to reiterate myself too much. It, it feels like it's reeling it in, or it feels it feels like it's trying to just like bring a little bit more tastefulness than you might get uh, yeah. from a straight translation. Uh, so they just straight up say, oh yeah, uh, Ashura Doji, who we're looking for, is, uh, he's now going by Shuten Maru, which is another, another, there's a few interesting, uh, changes from the manga throughout this whole episode. Like they, in, in, um, in the manga, it's like not until like a little bit after Luffy and Kaido have fought that, uh, uh, we learn that Shuten Maru is in fact Ashura Doji, but they just say it right now. Mm. Uh, I like the visual sort of thing they do with him. Like they've been showing a lot of people in silhouette, I think, throughout the anime recently. Yeah. But they do this thing where they like make the, the the video hazy, and there's this aura. Like he's always giving off a pink aura, no, no matter what he's doing. With his very pink hair and his very pink skin, <laughs> and he looks like uh, he looks like Brock Lesnar when he's all blown up yeah, after he... like five minutes of wrestling. His skin turns like the color of like blackberry ice cream. <laughs> They they really make him look extra like slovenly and tired and <laughs> yeah he's like laying on the, on top of that like giant boar or not uh, giant like ox's head with yeah. his feet resting up on its horns. Looks like a Snorlax. Looks like a lazy boy. Uh, so there's you know the him and his thieves are kind of going to town on uh, Okabori town, and they're stealing the food that Luffy had just given them. Yeah, they're not good guys, really. It's like we we, uh, we we sort of accept him. Well, I guess it's a spoiler. We kind of I mean, accept him later on, but yeah, he's a, he's been demoralized. He's his his moral compass has been uh, yeah. shaken. He can't even get up in the morning. And he, he talks about that throughout the episode. He's like, oh, there's no there's no more real men. There's no there's no proper leaders uh, mm-hmm. for the samurai. And uh, ever since Odin, you know, ever since Odin died, you know, I've been kind of uh, without direction. And uh, I wish I had died a long time ago. Uh, so the thieves come across this like old lady. I forgot about this old lady. I think she's great. And she's like, uh, she's, t- she's tiny. She's like a foot tall and she's praying and she's, um, standing her ground and the thieves are threatening her, but she's not, uh, shaking. And she's talking about lady Otoki. Um, and, uh, she believes that in what Otoki said and Chutamaru was like, Oh, that's a, it's a, it's a dumb thing to believe in dead people like that. And, you know, it's really setting us up for him to kind of change his tone later. Uh, Jack and his Sharkodile appear. Jack's uh, they they share. They told us a few weeks ago, or I think a few months ago now, that uh, Jack is like technically the proper boss of the town that uh, Holdem answers to. 
And now he's arrived. He's in town and he's on his Shurkadile. And he and Shutamaru get into a fight. They clash. That brings us to the eye catch of the episode. When we come back, we have that a scene. Cool. With... That, that was very uh, cool. Like, they sort of have a you know, brief exchange of words. And I, I'm not sure if they, did they show him like drawing blood or they just saw the confrontation before they go to the commercial. I don't like, think they draw blood until after the commercial. Okay. It's a, it's a good little uh, cliffhanger there. Uh, so we come back and Kaido's in his cave. He's getting drunk. He's he's just generally very emotional. Um, he just kicks one of his henchmen into the wall, and he's like, "Oh, go go get them for me!" And the, his henchmen are asking, "Like, who do you mean them?" And Kaido's getting mad. Like, why don't you just know who I'm talking about? Why don't you just like into it that I'm uh, referring to Luffy and Law? And uh, so we come back and shoot tomorrow and Jack are they're having their fight. It's an incredibly well animated fight. Uh, shoot tomorrow cuts Jack, draws blood. It's like, wow, uh, you know, this Jack's like a one billion dude and shoot tomorrow is uh, totally clowning on him. Uh, but then Jack does cut back and they uh, shoot tomorrow takes a quit the, the beating. He gets sliced up. Blood is drawn. Uh, his clothes are getting torn up. He's having a tough time. And then we come back to Kaido, who's sitting in his cave. And now we see him transform. Again, uh, another change from the manga where we just see the, a dragon and then they explain that dragon's Kaido. We see Kaido Onigashima turning into the dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, say that again? I love the, the way Onigashima looks through all of this. It's just very yeah. ominous. The way they, I like the way they make it glow. It doesn't mm-hmm. really – I don't know. I feel like that's an effect they don't always use or maybe it's a new effect they didn't use before. But uh, yeah, I thought that looks really cool. Yeah, the atmosphere with all the Kaido stuff is is perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, lo- I love the transformation scene. I love like seeing him like flexing his muscles like gradually. Like you're like, man, what, what what does it feel like to have muscles like that? And like his arms start to turn blue, and he's like turning into the dragon. Um, and he's uh, he's heading out. He's he's leaving Onigashima. He's you know heading over. He's flying over to Wano. Uh, the the Sky is dark and cloudy, uh, just like when Shenron is summoned in Dragon Ball. And uh, Momonosuke is having a moment of – he's cowering. He's, he's turning into the little pink dragon form. And uh, Kinemon is kind of like trying to cover him like, oh, no, like, this is this is the time that you definitely cannot be seen as a dragon. Um, and uh, I think Kinemon refers to it as, as, as the hateful dragon form. So like the, just like the whole concept of the, the serpentine dragon thing yeah. is, a, is a sore spot for them. I love this whole, I mean, Kaido appearing out of the sky. He just, they use this music that I don't know if they've used before. And I really, really like it. It's, uh, they make Kaido seem important. You know, they give him like a piece of music you haven't heard before. And it's very epic and it's very sweeping. And, uh, he comes out of the sky and it's actually terrifying. I, 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 I the anime executed that really well. Like the whole lead up to that, like the Shuten Maru fight and, uh, with Jack and sort of building up like the ominous, like aspect of it, like I, th- I felt that the episode was kind of slow in the first half, but it's sort of putting it, it was in the service of actually doing something at the end of the episode. Like the worst episodes of One Piece have sort of, you know, you just sort of move on. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> characters just sort of move on, but we've we peaked something here at the end of this episode, and, and I think it it, it 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 turned out very well, and I really enjoyed this. Yeah, it looks great. It sounds great. The atmosphere is very uh, impressive. This. It's been a while since I've watched an episode that made me think like, man, it'd be fun to just like be watching One Piece for the first time going through the anime 
you know, it would be yeah. it would be fun to just be like sitting at home at in the middle of the night, like wrapped up in blankets, watching it on the TV. Two in the morning, you know, like that's the <laughs> that's the kind of that's the kind of feelings that it kind of inspired back in me, right. which are my favorite feelings. Uh, episode, I think I think the episode is is great head to toe. I think that they uh, they were very. I was very happy with how they kind of brought new scenes and new little uh, aspects of the story that they made up for the anime, like talking Shuten Maru up, um, the the whole deal with um, just the the way that they've kind of ch- shifted the perspective of the, of the story a little bit. They're like, okay, let's let's not tease some of these uh, these secrets and reveals out so long. Let's just kind of show it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, immerse the audience in kind of the moment. Yeah, and uh, I think it. I think it pays off. I think that this is this is the best kind of episode. Like they adapt it in a way that brings the best out of the the source material. Uh, I loved it. That ruled. Yeah, yeah, it was a very good episode this week. Um, I don't know anything else uh, you want to mention. I think that should do it. I think we're ready to move on to the next segment. All right, cool. This is the Piece Together segment where we take your questions, your comments, and uh, blub all over them. Uh, so get ready. Uh, first of all, we got uh, uh, Sam, you got the disc piece for us. Yes. Our first disc piece this week comes from OG San, who says, Hey, OPP, what, what's a flashback? Oh, what a flashback we've been getting. Do you all think that Wano was open at some point and that's how Toki was able to leave, or did she escape as a child? I'm really curious as to why Odin left Whitebeard, given how much they seem to get along. Uh, I think the latter. I think it is that, that that like leadership, like too big. Like Roger's a guy who can handle like another like big personality leader type, because because Roger's like the the uh, what you might call it. He's he's the, he's the he's the big boy. Um, right. There's so he, no there's no doubt like that like. Roger's the only other person in the story who's like king of the pirates. He is, he becomes king of the pirates. So like nobody can uh, compete with him on that. Like he's, he's gotta be, he's gotta be like the most confident man in the world. Right. <laughs> like Pretty much, there's, there's yeah. no, there's, yeah, there's no, uh, there's no ruling him in that, in, in that one. And uh, do As you think for... Wano was open for Toki to leave? Yeah. So I was thinking about this because we st- I don't know that we yet. Yeah, we do know actually that when they transport in time, they end up at the same place mm-hmm. where they move forward, right? Yes. Um, so if she's trying to get back to Wano, obviously she like moved forward in time somewhere and then wasn't at Wano probably during that time period. It made me kind of wonder if the people of Wano were actually spread out all over the world and then, um, Due to the events of whatever happened, they've um, uh, you know consolidated and refused to reach out to the rest of the world. And so she jumped forward in time, found out that all of her people were in Wano and is trying to get to Wano or something. But yeah, I'm not no. convinced that she is from Wano, but she does. She is connected to the ancestry of Wano from right. somewhere else, maybe. Well, it's, it's interesting, yeah, like that, kind of that they haven't mentioned like at all recently that. Like the people of Wano carved the poneglyphs. That's important, mm-hmm. and it doesn't get mentioned at all 
yet really in yeah one. that's toki i think toki's a great chance to sort of tie that back in yes i agree uh, uh, I feel and, a little weird about this idea that possible, like, because this also makes it sort of possibly seem like the origins of the people of the whole world is the Japan, uh, you know. I mean, I wouldn't world. be surprised. Yeah, that's the thing is it, it starts to, like, feel a little, I don't know, weird in that way. But we'll see. Well, uh, that's what that's what I like about the, the Odin and Whitebeard, like, gag faces. Yeah. Like, they're super unimpressed with Wano. <laughs> Like they're like, oh, that's that's a boring place. Why yeah. would you ever want to go there? Right, but on the other hand, it's kind of like the Mary Sue of countries. Like it's got all the important. Yeah, stuff. a little bit. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Um, well, but then then there is like a, a a question of like what's the sequence? Because mm-hmm. like what like maybe Wano was a a mighty empire and with all sorts of different uh, islands all uh, all across the world, and then whatever the Void Century was happened. They do, uh, and what they did was they recorded all the information they could on the Poneglyphs, and then they all just went to want to the mainland and then locked it down and said, mm-hmm. "All right, yeah. we're just we're sa- we're staying safe in here." Every like, there's there's a question about like because why when the she says, Yeah, and like when she says, "I want to be there when when I uh, I wanted to go there since I was a child." When she was a child was before recorded history was wiped oh, so like yeah that, that's true that's where i wonder if there's like a prophecy angle to it like like she, as a child she was told like oh hundreds of years from now there's you know there's gonna be a country called wano and you're you know it's your destiny mm-hmm. to be there um or or that's something she's intuited because of her time travel powers or something uh i i, I it's a really good mystery uh as to like why why is wano a closed nation uh, it's it's something that we know it's something that the the Kozakis are partly responsible for. Uh, Odin does seems like he knows what the reason is, but he's not impressed by the reason. I think he mentioned that in a chapter or two ago, where he's like, I never really bought the the reason people said we should keep the nation closed. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but Orochi, now that Orochi's in charge, he's not he's not a, a Kozuki, but he's he's taken advantage of the whole closed nation thing. So like, what's the What's the story? Where 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 do the evils begin and end with that whole uh, system? Yeah. Our so we can move on then. Mm-hmm. Our next disc piece comes from Narthon, who says the Kuja cast was great. I hope it becomes a regular thing. Uh, I've been hearing, yeah, I, a lot of people have, have have shared that sentiment. I think uh, I think that will definitely happen again. And uh, they they just say, I wish there were women on every week. Good job trying. And yeah, Jill was going to be on. And then at the last second, she was like, oh, wait, no, I can't be on. And uh, yeah, that's too bad. And Maddie is here when she feels like talking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I loved uh, last week's episode. I thought it was really great. Um, Out, uh, you know, um, in addition to the fact that it was great to hear a bunch of women on the show, it was also just nice to hear from several people who had never been on the show or who aren't on frequently and just to hear some, you know, different opinions than what we hear uh week to week. It was a lot of fun yeah, to produce that, that, sure. that episode. That was, uh, <laughs> I was just, I was just muted the whole time. Just, just having, having fun. And then our next disc piece comes from Morgil who says, so I have a friend who used to be really into one piece and wants to get back into it. He was anime only and refuses to read the manga because of some dumb hang-up about not being able to follow black and white comics. The last oh. stuff he saw was the very end of Dressrosa, right around the formation of the Grand Fleet. He wants to catch up and start watching week to week, 
but doesn't want to have to watch over 100 episodes that he missed. I figured the start of Wano would be a good jumping point, but he still wants a good recap of the arcs before that. My initial thought was the great One Piece read-through, but you guys still haven't gotten to Zoe yet. I also don't want to recommend the wiki because I just, I, I just know that he'll be really confused by that site's overabundance of certain Japanese names and terms. I also thought of just typing up summaries myself, but I just can't find the time. Do you guys have any good recommendations? I want to help him get caught up so I can talk about recent stuff with him again. All right. Does anyone have any recommendations for uh, helping this guy get his friend back into uh, One Piece? I mean, I think you can just show him Zoe. Like, Zoe is a short arc. You can, uh, you can, get, you can get that. But um, uh, Whole Cake Island, that's, that's more difficult. Honestly, like I understand. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, just the anime, especially, even more so than the manga, does a <laughs> very good job or thorough job, I guess I could say, about like being constructed so that people c- are able to pick it up without having seen all 900 episodes. Right. And so, you know, if he wants to just jump in, it will fill you in on anything you need to know, mm-hmm. you know. I do still recommend watching all the Zoe episodes because that's a short arc and those are a lot of fun episodes. Sure. Uh, like I, I understand the impulse to want to like make summaries like that for other people. Like I, I, I think it's just fun to explain the the plots of stuff to people who might not uh, know. But there is a point where it's like, well, if he wants to be caught up, there's there's some bullet he's got to bite somewhere, you know. Yeah, he's got to either read the manga, which they don't want to do, or. Watch, watch the, the show, anime, which they which don't, don't want to do. do. Yeah. So what they could do is just jump in, and if they have any questions, they have a friend who is, knows what's up, and they could just ask you. You know what? Yeah. What something's? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like speaking as a person who jumped into One Piece, uh, uh, right it with Wano. Like it's entirely possible to do. It's uh, uh, because like one of the one of the great things about One Piece is that each island is its own story arc. It has its own characters. It has its own plot. And so while so as long as you're familiar with the straw hats, basically, and uh, like you'll understand what's going on, and like sure, maybe like you won't know who all these large-headed samurai are, but like they'll go through and ex- at least establish like what their names are and their personalities through the storytelling itself. Like, I mean, back in the day, like you know, try getting into like X Men and like uh, 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 like you just have to kind of ride with it for for a little while, and eventually you pick up, you know, oh okay gambit's horny and like you you, you go on from that maybe that's not the best example that's a terrible example never mind um, g equals gambit okay got it. equals gambit <laughs> exactly um so uh uh but no you can like as long as you have a friend who's willing to just sit down and say like oh by the way this guy's this thing and da, 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 da. like no it's just a story like stories you can pick up any uh uh, uh real real easy and it's kind of fun to have those conversations. Like, I don't know. I have a few friends that follow the series who even have read all of it, but don't like think about it all the time. And a lot of times they come to me with like, who is this person? Why is this important? And it's kind of fun to just like talk about one piece for a little bit. you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on uh, to the next one. Yep. Our next this piece comes from Stella who says, Hey, OPP, the Kuja cast was great. I really loved the OTP segment. I'd love to hear the boys do it some week. Uh, we <laughs> well, kind of did that before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. We got some opinions in. We got some hot takes. Uh, question time. Looking back at the last year of One Piece, what was your favorite chapter? 
Mine was probably 9.49 when Luffy gave all the prisoners of Udon a big hug. I might have to agree with that. That's very like my frame, my 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 time, my frame of reference for time yeah. is so off. Like I don't, I yeah, couldn't tell I, you, I couldn't tell you what happened in any particular numbered chapter at this point. Yeah, does anybody know like what was happening in January? Like what? Nope. The big, yeah. You're, we somewhere if, in Wano. If you listen, it's funny because I this is basically what Zach and I were doing on our panel at Anime NYC. I was just recapping Wano, but only going off of our episode images <laughs> as a reference. Oh, that's funny. Uh, what was what was the January then, if you remember? Uh, I don't, so I have to look it up like right now. Uh, let's see. Okay, Wikipedia list of One Piece chapters. <laughs> uh, been a while. Uh, yeah, we're uh, <laughs> it was kind of dead air. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. Any uh, a favorite moment of the know. year? So? Yeah, that was the. Oh man, like oh boy, like all the stuff with Queen, I think was a lot of fun, and um, like oh, like some of the emotional stuff with like Zoro and Hiori, I think was uh, oh, absolutely, it's, uh, it's oh Yasu died, y- Yasu, yeah. It was Yasu, yeah, it's Yasu. I think also what was what was great about that is like uh, I think I infamously didn't care so much the chapter he died, but the following chapter it was the first chapter uh, we read when we were. Yeah, when we were in Japan, and uh, that one ruled. I like that one a lot. Mm. So I'm just going through our uh, our episodes at the moment. God, I can't believe we're almost done with this year. Uh, oh God, so many. Yeah, we were in that prison for a while. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that that chapter was great. I think just the bonkers chapter of Queen diving off the the cliff to headbutt big mom <laughs> oh that was incredible yeah like diving dinosaur <laughs> oh wait a second god so, so much of my impression Freaking... of wano is uh it's kind of long and slow and complicated and and not that much but then you actually like recount some of that stuff and it's like oh man I just realized the week of my birthday i was given freaking soba mask so sorry that that take that's, that takes the cake for me i can see why <laughs> I think the Wano arc might be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It is. It's just your anxiety about One Piece eventually ending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for it to end. I'm oh. not. What are you? What are you? Firecrouch? <laughs> no, it's it's gonna I, be so I, good though. It's gonna be so good. By by so the Firecrouch reference, I'm kind of I just, a little afraid it won't end. Well, by my Firecrouch reference, I may I I just remembered in the news segment when he used to talk about just being bored with One Piece being like. The top rated thing. It's like I kind of want to see it like just fall down the rankings, just so I have something interesting to talk about. <laughs> I was like, like, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I all got good. that wish this year. Demon Slayer, sort of, maybe. It's a, it's debatable. I mean, like they, they, they had the mo- the most, the best selling volume of the year. Demon Slayer did right. I, I think that's that a, that's, yeah. a big, that's different a big achievement. Sources have different. Like, Orion is saying something different than Shonen Jump. Ah, and... okay. Well, I mean, that would be a big achievement if they did. And I, th- I think it's it's good. It's a good thing that, like, there are, you know, with My Hero and Demon Slayer, that there are up-and-coming, like, Shonen, like, the, the format's going to be in good hands. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's most important, because yeah. we all know the story of what happened when Dragon Ball ended, and they thought that was, yeah. like, the end. 
Yeah, I think the highest rated manga in Jump that year may have been like Slam Dunk or Kenshin. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, because I was like, I I, I made a post on Twitter about it a while back of like every year since 1983, there's been a chapter of Dragon Ball, a chapter of One Piece in Jump. And like, I I think I posted a poll of like the top four manga that were in the magazine that year. And that's like the nadir. Like, people were proclaiming like greg has that joke about like they were proclaiming the death of shonen jump on like and the image that they used in their article is the one oh, that has the i think first... i think steven shared that yeah it's, i think it's a greg story steven has also mentioned it but like yeah the, in like uh, in their article is the image of the issue of jump with the first chapter of one piece in it proclaiming you know shonen jumps in trouble but you know <laughs> there, there there it is they run this trash <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. going to buy this. Uh, anyway, um, what's the next one, Sam? Or is that, that it for a piece? Our final disc yeah. piece comes from Ralph, uh, parentheses, Grimm, who says, My respect for Kinemon has steadily grown over time, but now it just skyrocketed with this chapter. It's crazy to think he went from being introduced as a talking butthole to fist bump, to the fist bump that is heard around the world. Are there any characters you guys thought were goofs at first, but now love? Uh, yeah, oh, first God. of all, yeah, how come that didn't split the sky? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, character, uh, well, right off the bat, Usopp. Usopp? Yeah. Usopp, I, That's a good one. I think, especially in the manga, he oh, didn't quite have that design down yet, so those, like, straight... Like, a lot of those straight-on shots of Usopp, it's, like, straight-on shots of, like, Simpsons characters where it's just like, nah, this Ooh, yeah. this, sh- this shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> characters that were dorks. Kinemon, I think, is a distinct example for me. Like, I, I, I was kind of, like, whatever on him uh, for most of his most of his presence in the series. And then, like, the second, the second they bring up, oh, he was a, a you know, a no-good ruffian who dyed his hair because it was a punk like that i was like oh now i'm in love um uh i don't know for the most part i like to i, I want to keep my instincts sharp i want to know the character that i'm gonna love the second they appear like <laughs> like caesar clown i knew i was like oh that's my guy carrot <laughs> it did take a few chapters it, it, it took until she stowed away where i was like oh now now i'm i'm the carrot guy uh caribou i always liked um well. And uh, that's paying off in dividends. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, so who has the, the Reddit questions? Anyone? Uh, I actually have those up. All right, cool. For some reason, I just decided to look them up early. So. Uh, I, and I, apologize, I, ap- I do apologize to people who have been sending in emails. Zach will be back next week, and uh, the, the password to the email account will be back with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Zach died on a mountain or something. So. He almost died on a mountain, according to his Twitter. But he's tweeting about it, so he's uh, he's being dramatic. Okay, so he tweeted from beyond the grave. Zach's <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway. off traveling with the Whitebeard Pirates. Uh, now he's in a land of blazing hot, and then a land of blazing cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. Drinking not uh, eating not but burning hot coals, and drinking not but burning hot cola. <laughs> Uh, and when he comes back on the podcast, he'll just introduce us with a big old glob-a-gob or gold blub. 
Nice. Uh, okay, so for Reddit, we got uh, about four questions here. First one is, uh, let's see, yeah, well, three questions really. Um, one, I don't, I don't know how to answer that. I'm never on Reddit. Uh, first one is from Falcon Gales. Uh, in the current flashback year, Buggy and Shanks are nine. Marco is fourteen, and Josu is twelve. Are pirate captains just irresponsible bringing children on, or is it something about these young men showing promise? Also, does Luffy need uh, a little kid on his crew when he becomes Pirate King? I think he might take Tama with him to keep Ace's promise. Uh, that would be extremely cute. It would be. <laughs> I, I think there's baby. a very, like... Oh, Chopper's, Chopper's like 17 now, right? Yeah, Carrot's the youngest one in the ship now. Uh, they grow up so fast. I don't know. Um, I, I could see, like, Tama being on the crew being... Nice. Like, you gotta think of like Transformers, where the Autobots just took Spike and like Spike and his dad everywhere. You know, it's like they shouldn't, but they did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Bucky and Shanks are nine, and like Shanks totally. <laughs> I guess when Luffy asks to come along with the red-haired pirates, and Shanks like, "How old are you?" And Luffy's like, "I'm seven. Like, pff, if you were nine, I would have considered it, but you're too young." Yeah, One Piece is a story that starts with uh, a full-grown man daring a child to stab himself in the eye. So, like, I don't think that pirates have any conception of uh, uh, the sanctity of childhood. I mean, have you have you read the ride in Disneyland? I, don't, I think I don't they think... do appreciate the sanctity of childhood, but the sanctity of childhood includes getting your ass kicked a bunch. Mm-hmm. It's a rite of passage. Yeah. Um, next one is from Lord Nemo, 593. Ace with a mustache. <laughs> That's not a question, but we'll answer it anyway. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I, I think we talked about this on the manga recap that uh, Gold Roger here is showing, you know, he kind of looks like Ace. He looks like a, he, he looks like a, what was it, a rugged version of Port Gusty Ace. Yeah, I think. now we're going to find out he has the flame flame fruit. Ah, <laughs> don't do that. That'd be impossible, though. I mean, uh, I no, it would not. They have because he died before Ace was born. They've uh, that is true. They've been more explicit about like. I mean, they haven't actually said that Roger didn't have a double fruit, but like, I hope he doesn't. Yeah, I, I hope he doesn't. Yeah, that's just hockey uh, is vibe. I think. Like yeah, more into hockey. Uh, and then our last question comes from El Grosso. It says, hey, OPP, it's my birthday today, and I was wondering if Dellinger was there and willing to wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> Do we have a Dellinger here? Uh, you um, you answer that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm a Dellinger. Uh, hey there, El Grosso. Have yourself a happy birthday. El Grosso. <laughs> All right. <Eat>. Cool. <laughs> Your gross. Happy birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Eat your cake. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. Ladies, lady, shut that kid up. Sorry, I'm thinking of Paul Lind on the plane. Mm. Infamous moment. Uh, so it was... Happy birthday, El Grosso. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. That was it for... Uh, Wow G and all the gang. Yeah. <laughs> In prison. That was it for Reddit, Steve? Yeah, that's all for Reddit. Okay. So that means it's time to... Peace the tweet. Yeah. Sign peace the tweet. First one comes from Mo McDonald, who says, uh, what new face reaction gag would you like to see in this flashback? Like we've already got a classic one with the, he doesn't want to do that face. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, I'd be asking too much to demand more, but like maybe, I don't know, maybe Toki doing this, the same face would be, would be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I just like that. It would be I fun to like... see Roger do a face fault of some sort. Mm. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, yeah, anyone else? No. Okay. Uh, Brian uh, Newton, our very own Dark King Zorro, just tweeted the take me with you uh, at us. Uh, so give him a, a good take me with you. Uh, there you go, Brian. Uh, he had something else attached to that tweet, I think. He did? Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's just the GIF of Marge. <laughs> yeah, because oh, I thought he made like an observation somewhere. Hold on, uh, I remember thinking. Oh no, 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 he just he just yeah. tweeted the Odin picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and next one comes from P. Jensfeld, who says, "I love this flashback so much. Is this the second time we get five plus chapters without the Straw Hats? I can only only recall the Reverie as a segment without the Straw Hats before." Uh, but by the way, don't you think Roger looked very similar to Ace in this week's last panel? Uh, by the last part, yes, I did. But uh, yeah, now that you say it, yeah. But uh, as for without the straw hats, like Law's flashback was pretty long, mm-hmm. and that had no straw hats in it at all. Uh, hey, I mean Law's a straw hat kinda, right? He's married. He's married to one, right? <laughs> All right, uh, and let's see. Oh, Sniper of My Heart says, anyone else really hoping for Odin to go to the Roger Pirates and a Davy backpack? And, and I should say that that's Kendra, who was on the show on the Kucha cast last week. Mm-hmm. But, go, uh, Kendra. Yep. Anyone else really hoping for Odin to go to the Roger Pirates in a Davy back fight? Uh, <laughs> Ooh. I, I would like who, that. You know who here loves the Davy back fight? Uh, all of us. <laughs> well, uh, 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 as you're about to find out, there is a, a surprise trivia segment at the end of the at the end of the episode. So. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I think that's it for the piece to tweet and for piece to uh, edit this week. Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. What? I I sent in questions for uh, on Twitter last week, but they show recorded early, so uh, they didn't get in. So no. I'm going to ask them now. <laughs> Where are they? That's fair. Uh, it was a while ago, and I forgot the hashtag. Look, I'm okay. not perfect, but <laughs> so question one. I've got two questions. Question one: My Wano name is Ashura Dojinchi. What's your Wano name? <laughs> oh man! Oh, I, we actually did go over this. I am Sam Taro, which sounds like Ham yeah, Taro. We've, we've done. We've done. The, we've, I think we've done versions of this in the past. Uh, which Maddie well, drew an adorable picture of. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, next question. <laughs> Final question. Werner Herzog described Baby Yoda as hauntingly beautiful. Who in One Piece is hauntingly beautiful? And who in One Piece would elicit the strongest reaction in Werner Herzog? She's a clown. Ivan Kov, uh, Big Mom. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Herzog would have a lot to say about the hiking bear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love hiking bear. I think he'd like like... Buggy. I also think he'd like uh, first design chopper, original design chopper. Yeah. There we (laughs) go. The smoking one? (laughs) No, 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 no. no. Um, First anime chopper with his big anime snout. Although, yes, the the proto chopper from Databook Green is also very good. Yeah, smoking chopper, I think. That would be his favorite, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, did anyone else have a Wano name they wanted to give oh, themselves? Oh, uh, another hauntingly beautiful thing uh, that 
uh, sketch that Oda did uh, for a bit he didn't wind up using in Skypea of Robin uh, sprouting her face on the back of Chopper's hat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Um, anyone else have any final thoughts? It's all for piece of tweet. That's it for piece of tweet. But we got a uh, we're going to do a roundoff segment, and David also has some trivia he wants to do with us. So uh, we're going to get right to that. All right. All right. This has been the One Piece Podcast, episode 598 for the week of December 1st, 2019. My name has been Ed. <laughs> anyway, uh, on this episode, we had a manga recap of chapter 964, Owen's Adventure, also an anime recap for episode 912. We also took your piece together questions, and we're going to have a trivia segment here in uh, just a couple of minutes. But first of all, I want to let the people who were guests on this show uh, do their plugs and let them uh, let, let you know where they can, where you can find them yeah that's right all right uh joey where can the people find you uh they can follow me on twitter at joey weiser or joey weiser comics on instagram uh tragic hyphen planet is my um is my portfolio site where you can see my work uh please uh consider buying my comics uh i do graphic novels uh like the merman series as well as ghost hog which just came out this year uh, would make excellent holiday gifts, for instance. Um, and listen to Toho Yaro, uh, a Japanese film club podcast that I do with uh, Alex from the One Piece podcast and our friend Scott. Uh, we recently uh, put out an episode on Takashi Miike's uh, live-action version of Yatterman, uh, which was a lot of fun to talk about. And coming up soon, uh, we'll be talking about Goke, Body Snatcher from Hell. Hey, it's our Halloween episode in December. Um, and that'll have possibly a special guest. So keep an eye out for that and follow Toho Yaro on Twitter for more information on that. Right on. Thank you, Joey. And Sam, how can the people out there contact you? They can find me on Twitter at Lucky Chainsaw, and they can find me doing the anime recaps on the One Piece podcast every week. Right on. And uh, our special guest, David Bednar, um, where can people contact you? And do you have anything you'd like to promote? All right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at... Uh, uh, at Ycarps, that's Sparky spelled backwards, but with the letters rearranged so it doesn't spell Y craps. Uh, you can, uh, I've got a uh, One Piece read through going on. It started almost one year ago today, uh, and I am almost through Skypea, so at that track, there's going to be a lot of content going on for the, uh, uh, until the heat death of the universe. Um, if you want to see some of the art I do, uh, I occasionally, sometimes, slightly draw. You can go to a David Bednar, B-E-D-N-A-R dot com to t check out my portfolio site. It has been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, David. And Steve, how can people out there contact you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's easy to find me. It's just my name, Steve Yurko. Listen to me on other podcasts like The Deep End, Matt J, and, of course, Tune Sweet with uh, Doctor. And... Uh, I'll, I'll be at MAGFest again uh, in early January. Uh, so if you happen to be going to MAGFest in National Harbor, Maryland, that's where I'll be. And Alex will be there, too. Right on. Okay, so for the One Piece podcast, uh, I am Edward E. One Piece on Twitter. I'm also at Weed Trailers on Twitter. 
The podcast you can find at OnePiecePodcast.com, Twitter.com, YouTube.com, and Facebook.com slash OnePiecePodcast. OnePiecePodcast at gmail.com is our email address. OnePiecePodcast is the Skype name. You can leave us a message there. You can subscribe on SoundCloud. You can subscribe on Spotify. You can, uh, oh, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash One Piece Podcast. You can subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or call us on our phone number. Uh, that's 347-497-MAJI. MAJI. Yeah. <laughs> 347-497-6254. Call anytime. Call anytime. Call anytime. But, anytime. Yep. but you don't. But. <laughs> All right. So, uh, David, you had a trivia game that you prepared for us. Hopefully this will be, uh, Hopefully we don't run Joey off. Hopefully this is an easy one. All right. Well, <laughs> hang on. I gotta. <clears throat> He's got. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> oh so you thought you could get away without doing a David back fight? Uh, challenge. I'm, I'm not gonna do that voice for the rest of it. <laughs> Are you doing a good job? <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Pe- uh, people got... like to tell their friends that they should get into voice acting, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it for real. <laughs> I. Uh, once, once long ago, once I was uh, uh, a voice of a minotaur in a video game. Uh, never again. But uh, yeah, maybe, maybe someday. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I loving the trivia segment at the end of the podcast and knowing that Zach was out, so there would be no trivia. Uh, have written my own trivia game for you. It is called Portmanteau DAs. Now, each answer is the name of a One Piece character plus the answer to the clue. The character name will always come first. For example, if the uh, uh, if I ask you the question, uh, David, can I, ask, can I ask you a question real quick? Do you listen yeah. to Ask Me Another on NPR? Oh my God, yes, I okay. do. I can tell. <laughs> I'm gonna, okay, this, is good. <laughs> this will probably be pretty good. All right, uh, yeah, All right. Uh, continue. So, Energy. if I ask you, uh, Peter Jackson directed this nine-hour trilogy about a gross old swordsman who stabbed Whitebeard. You'd answer. <laughs> Squared of the wing of the rings. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's man. gonna be like that, guys. <laughs> oh I God. like it. All right, um, uh, you're you're the ringmaster here. How do you want this to go? All right, uh, I'm gonna say uh, I've got uh, how many of these? Like twenty nine of these. Uh, we don't have to do all of them. Uh, but I'm gonna say uh, first two. Uh, three. Four, five. You guys feeling luck, uh, uh, feeling dangerous? I think we usually go to three. All right, first to three uh, will win. Uh, I'll. Um, I think we usually we go in order of how we went in the manga recap. Right? That's usually yes. That would be how we do it. Sure. So start with Ed, then Steve, Sam, and then Joey. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, uh, Maddie, you want in? Doesn't sound like it. Nope. 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 <laughs> All right. Have fun, guys. All right. Uh, All right. So. All right, start, and of course, after uh, the fir- first person guesses, there's the chance to steal. So, Ed, mm-hmm. <clears throat> can't tell Oda's women apart? This lady has eight arms and turns men into stone. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, what's what's the what's the mythological creatures? Uh, um, mm, octopus. That's no. it. Oh, it is? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I prefer full name every time, so right. Boa Hancock. Boa Hancock to us. There you go. I'll give it to you. All right. <laughs> One you. point up. All right. Oh Steve. God. Okay. <clears throat> endangered bear meets endangered sea animal. 
or are they just clever, cleverly hiding in the pages of a One Piece? What? <laughs> endangered bear meets endangered sea mammal, or are they just cleverly ha- hiding in the pages of One Piece? Uh, Steve, this involves one of your more favorite recent characters from Friendship Brothers. Oh, okay. Um, still. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, wow. Uh, bear, sea lion. Uh, no, no, the bear is sea mammal. Uh, One Piece character always goes first, by the way. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, one piece right. character goes first. One piece character goes first. It's a it's a one piece character who's hidden in the manga a lot and a uh, endangered sea oh, mammal. Oh, okay. I see. I'm dumb. Uh, still. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. Well, um, All right. I, I, I think we're gonna have to we're gonna cut you off. Uh, we're gonna have to, have to kick you. Anyone? Uh, oh, 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 if I I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, I might be wrong here, but. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda Man or Kung Fu Dugong Panda Man? Any no, 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 no! So close, close. So who is who is next? To, who wants? To, who gets the next guess? Who is in the next in line? I'm gonna just toss it out. Sand. Anybody? First answer. Oh, I got it. Uh, Panda Manatee. That's it. Panda Manatee. So the second one is not is not a One Piece character. It's just an animal. The first well, one, yeah, or it's, or it's just oh, that's how we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's One Piece character plus. The answer to the trivia question. Gotcha. It's a. <laughs> I spent way too much time on this. I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm really correct. I'm all right. Fun so, all right, Sam. All right, all right. You guys are gonna all like right. this one. Uh, this helmsman of the Blackbeard Pirates is also Batman's nefarious foe, the Penguin. So I know the character. Oh, wait. So this one isn't an animal. Okay. I see where we're going with this. Yeah. It's just a trivia question that you have to kind of decipher. Right. Can you repeat the, so Blackbeard's helmsman. This helmsman of the Blackbeard pirates is also Batman's nefarious foe, the penguin. (laughs) Jesus Burgess Meredith. That's it. Mm, Yeah. Good. Good. All right. So that's a point, Sam. So it's uh, one point Ed, one point Sam, one point Joey. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Joey. This ancient Mesopotamian religion practices the duality of good and evil along with three-sword style. Okay. Okay, so this is Ro- Noah's Zoroastrianism. Yep, pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zoranora Zoroastrianism. That's right. Uh, okay. that's yeah. Two points, Joey. <laughs> right, that's a good one. This is a this is an adventure, <laughs> isn't it? Just this is um, bad. Thank you for I'm being only, lenient because I'm only good at remembering One Piece, so that's like and not everything else on this planet. So I'm not gonna do well here. All right, uh, here I'll give I'll give Ed a fun one. Okay. Uh, this former foe helped. Uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. This former foe followed Kobe into the Marines and has an evolutionary advantage that allows him to grip tools and show approval. Held my posable thumbs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's like doing a crossword puzzle. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's two points, Ed. Uh, Steve, your chance to get on the board. Um, 
You may know him as Frankie, but I know him as a highly unstable chemical prone to ignition. Uh, the, uh, Cuddy Flammable? That's it. Okay. <laughs> One point, Steve. <laughs> Cuddy Inflammable. Wow. <laughs> um, I am impressed, David. This is, yeah. this is, Zach is a more interesting right now night than like, I thought I was going to have. Zach is uh, listening to this. He's like, oh, they're coming for me. They're ooh. coming for my work. <laughs> Here's a tough one. Here's a tough one. Uh, Sam, a legal brief submitted to a judge about this scumball head of CP9. It's the One Piece character that I'm blanking on right now. For, like, like, okay, no, okay, got it. So repeat, repeat the question now. This is a legal brief submitted to a judge about this scumball head of CP9. God damn it. This is a hard one because I don't know my legal terms. <laughs> Man, you, I mean, you don't, you'd almost have to have gone to law school to get this. If it's the one I'm thinking it is. To be fair, I've been watching a lot of courtroom dramas lately, so my frame of reference might be all wrong. Uh, span damage control. I don't know. I think I think I got this one. Spandamicus brief. All right. Uh, yeah, Spandamicus curé. Yeah, yeah, Amicus curé. Yeah, yeah. All right. Jeez. Yeah. Is that uh, three ed? Oh yeah, it is. Okay. Oh. All right. Wow. There we go. Man, that was fun, David. <laughs> yeah, that's. I have. A grotesque amount left over. Uh, <laughs> just, you got to come on more often then. Yeah, there I we go. So, yeah, like that, that, that was that was a lot of fun. So, all right. Can, um, thank wait, you. Dave. Hang on. Hey, yeah, can go, we go. just can we just just y'all together just do my favorite yeah. one. Sure. Oh, okay. Sure, yeah. All right. Oh, would you say this Navy Admiral is also a type of durable and yes, lightweight artificial flooring? <sighs> what? what? What what position in the Navy were they again? Navy Admiral? Yeah. Huh. This one is just so bad. I can't I can't resist. Like, like Fuji. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Maddie? Borso yeah. linoleum. That's it! Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Wait, I I was thinking was... of their admiral name, not their actual name, but that's <laughs> Oh Borza <laughs> Borso Linoleum. Or some linoleum. All right, that's a good. Wow, that's a good. That's a good note to go out on. So, all right, thank you everybody for being on the show and for the One Piece podcast. My name is Ed. My name is Steve, and we'll talk to you next week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Or so linoleum.